Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narotamam Devim Sarasatim Vyasam Tato Jayam Udiraye How about if we take shelter of the Srimad Bhagavatam? How about if we take shelter of Sri Narayamuni? Say yes. Okay. We're beginning with the conversation between Narda and Vyasadev. Sutta Uvacha Evam Nishamya Bhagavan Devar Shirjan Makarmacha Uya Prapachatam Brahman Vyasa Satyavati Sutta. Sutta said, O Brahmana is thus hearing all about Sri Narda's birth and activities. Vyasadeva, the incarnation of God and son of Satyavati, inquired as follows. Vyasadeva was further inquisitive to know about the perfection of Nardaji, and therefore he wanted to know about him more and more. In this chapter, Nardaji will describe how he was able to have a brief audience with the Lord while he was absorbed in the transcendental thought of separation from the Lord and when it was very painful for him. Two, Vyasa Uvacha, Bhikshu Bhir Viprasite Vigna Deshtribhistava Vartamano Vayasyadye Tata Kim Akarod Bhavan Bhikshu Bhir Viprasite so Vyasuvacha, Sri Vyasadev said, Bhikshubi, by the great mendicants, those who are asking for bhikshu, vipravasate, having departed for other places, vijnana, scientific knowledge and transcendence, adeshtrabi, those who had instructed Tava of your Vartamana present, Vyasi of the duration of life, Adye before the beginning, Tata after that, Kim what? Akarot did Bhavan, your good self. Sri Vyasadev said, What did you, Narada, do after the departure of the great sages who had instructed you? in scientific transcendental knowledge before the beginning of your present birth. Purport, Vyasadeva himself was the disciple of Nardaji, and therefore it was natural to be anxious to hear what Narada did after initiation from the spiritual masters. He wanted to follow in Narada's footsteps in order to attain to the same perfect stage of life. This desire to inquire from the spiritual master is an essential factor to the progressive path. 
this process is technically known as Sadharma Pricha. So Sadharma Pricha is listed by Rupa Goswami as one of the three out of 64 most important activities to take up, especially in the very beginning of one's path of devotional service, along with Adao Guru Ashrayam, which means to surrender to a guru, and Swadharma Pritsha, which means to ask relevant questions. And then also to um, take shelter. So uh, this process is technically known as Swadharma Pritsha. Swayam Bhuva Kaya Vritya Vartitam Te Parambaya Katam Chedam Udasrakshi Kale Prapte Kalevaram. O son of Brahma, how did you pass your life after initiation? And how did you attain this body, having quit your old one in due course? So he says, Swayambhuva, O son of Brahma, Kaya, under what condition Vritya occupation Vartitam was spent, Te Yu Param, after the initiation? Vaya, duration of life, katam how, kata idam, udasrakshi, did you quit kale in course, prapte, having attained kalevaram, the body. O son of Brahma, how did you pass your life after initiation and how did you attain this body, having quit your old one in due course? Purport Sri Nardamuni in his previous life was just an ordinary maidservant's son, so how he became so perfectly transformed into spiritual, into the spiritual body of eternal life, bliss, and knowledge is certainly important. Sri Vyasadeva desired him to disclose the facts for everyone's satisfaction. As Gopal Kumar brings up in the Brihat Bhagavatamrita, the most potent way to explain Krishna consciousness to others is to tell one's own story. So we find this devotee's Frequently, when they get together, they ask, so how did you become a devotee? How did you become a devotee? And the circuitous route uh, uh, drawn by Krishna for those who come to Krishna consciousness is always enlivening to hear, especially in the case of great sages like Narada Muni. Prakalpa vishayam etam smritam te muni satama nahesha O great sage, time annihilates everything in due course. So how is it that this subject matter, which happened prior to this day of Brahma, is still fresh in your memory, undisturbed by time? Purport as spirit is not annihilated after the annihilation of the material body. So also spiritual consciousness is not annihilated. Sri Narada developed the spiritual consciousness even when he had his material body in the previous kalpa. Consciousness of the material body means spiritual consciousness expressed through the medium of a material body. This consciousness is inferior, destructible, and perverted. But superconsciousness of the super, supra mind in the spiritual plane is as good as the spirit soul and is never annihilated. 
text five. Shinarda said, the great sages who had imparted scientific knowledge of transcendence to me departed for other places, and I had to pass my life in this way. Purport in his previous life, when Nardaji was impregnated with spiritual knowledge by the grace of the great sages, there was a tangible change in his life, although he was only a boy of five years. That is an important symptom visible after initiation by the bona fide spiritual master. Actual association of devotees brings about a quick change in the life for spiritual realization. How it so acted upon the previous life of Sri Narda Muni is described by, by and by in this chapter. Six, ekatmaja me janani yoshin mudha chaking kari mayatmaje nanyagatao chakre snehanu vandanam eka atmaja having only one son may my janani mother yoshit woman by class mudha foolish cha and kinkari maidservant uh, this word kinkari maidservant just like uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu says in his shikshastrakam that uh, he wants to be a kinkara or a servant of the lord kinkari means really it's asking the question kim what should I do? <laughs> mean, how can I serve you? What can I do next? My end to me, Atmaje, being her offspring, Ananyagatau, one who has no alternative for protection. Chakre, did it sneha anubhandanam, tied by affectionate bondage. Purport, I was the only son of my mother, who's not only a simple woman, but a maidservant as well. Since I was her, her only offspring, she had no other alternative for protection. She bound me with the tie of affection. Sasvatantra nakalpasit yoga shemam mamichchiti isha vasheloko yosha daru mayi yata. Sa she Asvatantra was dependent. Na, not, kalpa, able, kalpa, able, asit was yoga shema, maintenance, mama, my, ichati, although desirous, ishasya of providence, he for vashe, under the control of loka, everyone, yosha, doll, darumai, made of wood, yata, as much as. She wanted to look after my maintenance properly, but because she was not independent, she was not able to do anything for me. The world is under the full control of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, everyone is like a wooden doll in the hands of a puppet master. When I was a mere child of five years, I lived in a Brahmana school. I was dependent on my mother's affection and had no experience of different lands. Ekada means once upon a time. My poor mother, when going out one night to milk a cow, was bitten on the leg by a serpent, influenced by supreme time. Kala Chodita, influenced by supreme time. 
Purport, that is the way of dragging a sincere soul nearer to God. The poor boy was being looked after only by his affectionate mother, and yet the mother was taken from the world by the supreme will in order to put him completely at the mercy of the Lord. I took this as the special mercy of the Lord who always desires benediction for his devotees. And so thinking, I started for the north. Purport, confidential devotees of the Lord see in every step a benedictory direction of the Lord. What is considered to be an odd or difficult moment in the mundane sense is accepted as special mercy of the Lord. Mundane prosperity is a kind of material fever. And by the grace of the Lord, the temperature of this material fever is gradually diminished and spiritual health is obtained step by step. Mundane people misunderstand it. 11. After my departure, I passed through many flourishing metropolises, towns, villages, animal farms, mines, agricultural lands, valleys, flower gardens, nursery gardens, and natural forests. Purport men's activities in agricultural, mining, farming, industries, gardening, etc., were all on the same scale as they are now even previous to the present creation. And the same activities will remain as they are even in the next creation. After many hundreds of millions of years, one creation is started by the law of nature and the history of the universe repeats itself practically in the same way. The mundane wranglers waste time with archeological excavations without searching into the vital necessities of life. After getting an impetus in spiritual life, Sri Narnamuni, even though a mere child, did not waste time for a single moment with economic development, although he passed towns and villages, mines and industries. He continually went on to progressive spiritual emancipation. Srimad Bhagavatam is the repetition of history which happened some hundreds of millions of years ago. As it is said herein, only the most important factors of history are picked up to be recorded in this transcendental literature. I pass through hills and mountains full of reservoirs of various minerals like gold, silver, and copper, and through tracts of land with reservoirs of water filled with beautiful lotus flowers, fit for the denizens of heaven, decorated with bewildered bees and singing birds. I then passed alone through many forests of rushes, bamboo reeds, sharp grass, weeds and caves, which were very difficult to go through alone. I visited deep, dark, and dangerously fearful forests, which were the play yards of snakes, owls, and jackals. Purport. It is the duty of a mendicant, Paribraja Kacharja, to experience all varieties of God's creation by traveling alone through all forests, hills, towns, villages, etc., to gain faith in God and strength of mind, as well as to enlighten the inhabitants with the message of God. A sannyasi's duty to uh, a sannyasi's is duty bound to take all these risks without fear, and the most typical sannyasi of the present age is Lord Chaitanya who traveled in the same manner through the central jung Indian jungles, enlightening even the, even the tigers, bears, snakes, deer, elephants, and many other jungle animals. 
In this age of Kali, sannyas is forbidden for ordinary men. One who changes his dress to make propaganda is a different man from the original ideal sannyasi. One should, however, take the vow to stop social intercourse completely and devote life exclusively to the service of the Lord. The change of dress is only a formality. Lord Chaitanya did not accept the name of a sannyasi, and in this age of Kali, the so-called sannyasi should not change their former names, following in the footsteps of Lord Chaitanya. In this age, devotional service of hearing and repeating the holy glories of the Lord is strongly recommended, and one who takes the vow of renunciation of family life need not imitate the Parivrajakacharya like Narada or Lord Chaitanya, but may sit down at some holy place and devote his whole time and energy to hear and repeatedly chant the holy scriptures left by the great Acharyas, like the six Goswamis of Vrindavan. Thus traveling, I felt tired both bodily and mentally, and I was both thirsty and hungry. So I took a bath in a river lake and also drank water. By contacting water, I got relief from my exhaustion. Purport, a traveling mendicant can meet the needs of body, namely thirst and hunger, by the gifts of nature without being a beggar at the doors of householders. The mendicant, therefore, does not go to the house of a householder to beg, but to enlighten him spiritually. After that, under the shadow of a banyan tree in an uninhabited forest, I began to meditate on the supersoul situated within using my intelligence as I had learned from liberated souls. This is tasmin nirmanuje ranye. Tasmin in that, nirmanuje, without, inhabit, without human habitation. Manu, manu means manu, the father of mankind. And J is uh, through the Sunday rules, it's become J. Uh, it was ja, manuja, becomes manuje, means that that means a, a human being, that, that person that's born from Manu. So Nirmanuje means there, there was nobody there that was born from Manu, no humans. So this little five-year-old boy is there by himself. He's gone through these uh, jungles, through this uh, forest that's uh, inhabited by uh, animals only, no humans at all. He's fearless going in. So Tasmin, in that, Nirmanuje, uh, translated as without human habitation, Aranye, in the forest. Pipala, banyan tree, Upaste, sitting under Ashritaha. So he took shelter of a banyan tree. So this is sages do this. Uh, they take the, the Goswamis. They just took shelter of a tree. Trees are benevolent. They're cool in the summertime and they're warm in the wintertime. And you see in Vrindavan, uh, oftentimes sadhus, they set up camp under a tree. You just take shelter there, live a very simple life, have a little can of water, take their bath, take a few japatis in the day, and they just hear and chant under the tree. So he was taking shelter of this banyan tree. Now the word, uh, we've heard this phrase before, atmana, by intelligence, atmanam, the super stole, Atmastam, situated within myself. So now he's saying that by um, using his intelligence, he's um, 
using his intelligence, he begins to uh, fix his mind on the super soul. And where's the super soul? Atma stum. The super soul is situated within himself. So atmana, by my intelligence, atmanam, the super soul, atma stum, who's situated within, yatashrutam, as I had heard it from liberated souls. So he's not making up some kind of meditation or just winging it, but he learned this process, shrutam, from these uh, Bhaktivedantas who had stayed at his home. So he learned the process previously. Achintayam, and uh, he had uh, learned it, he had practiced it, he had thought it over. So the translation after that, under the shadow of a banyan tree in an uninhabited forest, I began to meditate upon the super soul situated within using my intelligence as I had learned from liberated souls. Purport. One should not meditate according to one's personal whims. One should know perfectly well from the authoritative sources of scriptures through the transparent medium of a bona fide spiritual master. And by proper use of one's trained intelligence for meditating upon the super soul dwelling within every living being, this consciousness is firmly developed by a devotee who has rendered loving service unto the Lord by carrying out the orders of the spiritual master. This consciousness is firmly developed by a devotee who has rendered loving service unto the Lord by carrying out the orders of the spiritual master. Sri Narada contacted bona fide spiritual masters, served them sincerely, and got enlightenment rightly. Thus he began to meditate. So we hear in the succession of verses in the first uh, chapter, uh, uh, first canto, second chapter, which you don't have to turn to, I'll just mention these. Shushushroshradhanasya vasudeva kataruchi syanmahat sevaya vipra punya tirtanashevana. So Sutta is saying that uh, the process of developing spiritual life is to serve uh, great souls. Krishna says the same thing in the Bhagavad Gita. Tadvidi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upatakshantite jnanam jnaninas tatvadarshina. Should actually approach somebody uh, who has seen the truth. That means they've realized it themselves. They've seen it directly. And then if you inquire, you do service, then it opens the gateway to spiritual life. Many verses like this. Uh, There's a way in which if you serve those uh, personalities who have developed the sublime qualities, then you'll take them on yourself. In fact, uh, because I'm uh, on a writing project right now, and um, I'm, I've um, had to go through and study minutely the, the Yoga Sutras by Patanjali in order to uh, get a foundation in the history of yoga and meditation particularly. Um, I just read yesterday in development of the uh, sattva quality of one's mind, which is necessary in order to be able to fix one's mind, as is mentioned in this verse, atmanatmanam atmastam. One has to, uh, to regain the quality of sattva within the, the buddhi, the intelligence. And there are sattvic lifestyle changes one should make 
And then he mentions, does Patanjali, and, he, and in the commentaries by Vyasa and Vigyana Bhikshu, Vaishnava commentaries, it's mentioned about how important it is to have association of those who have already developed these high-minded qualities. And by the association of those who have the transcendental qualities, uh, one's own mind becomes transformed, especially if you appreciate them. And this is something that Queen Kunti mentions, Srinvanti Gayanti Grinanti Sadhva. If you appreciate sadhus, even if you're, you're not a sadhu yourself, have a feeling that I have a prospect, I, I may not be a sadhu in this lifetime. She said something amazing, and that is if you, if you grab onto them, grananti, by, by your appreciation, you hold on to them by your appreciation. They may be far away. They may be from a different era. But if you, if you start to appreciate sadhus, then you start to take on their qualities. They, they begin to shine forth in your mind and, and in your buddhi and, and purify you by their association, by hearing about them. But to speak, if you have the opportunity to, to serve sadhus. So, shushu shro shradhana sevasudeva kataruchi syan mahat sevaya. So, sevaya, by rendering service to the mahat, the great souls, uh, those who have developed the, uh, the real qualities, they're not faking it. They're not um, pretenders, but they've actually done the work. And, and most, the, the most important work, as is mentioned here, is they've served a spiritual master. They surrendered their own will and they said, uh, not my plan, I'm following the plan of my guru. And by investing themselves in austerity throughout their lifetime of following the spiritual master who's in Prampra, there's a, a, a kind of purification that, that takes place by Krishna's mercy. And also by uh, hearing and chanting constantly, then that taste uh, for Krishna consciousness arises. So this is what, what uh, Narada has done as a little boy. Obviously, he was precocious, uh, extremely precocious, so much so that the sages took a liking to them. Normally, sages, they're hearing and chanting, a child's around, somebody has to take the child out of the room, especially a five-year-old, because the child's not sitting there appreciating and uh, going deeply within the knowledge. But imagine if you see a five-year-old and the five-year-old sitting up close listening and then rendering service and then asking relevant questions, then asking, can I take the remnants of your food and so forth. This is no ordinary child and this is uh, what the sages noticed and they saw his service and they bestowed upon him yata shrutam and he had heard from them the sound vibration from their mouths and that's what uh, achintayam he had thought over and now he had the wherewithal to uh, to do this and that was to invest his mind in the super soul and to actually see the soul within atman atmanat Atmanatnam, atmastam. So um, this is the process of spiritual life through the transparent medium of the spiritual master, rendering service, then practicing and hearing. Then uh, just as Narada is showing the example, one is able to uh, perform such kind of meditation and see the super soul within. Text 16. 
as soon as I began to meditate upon the lotus feet of the personality of Godhead, with my mind transformed in transcendental love, tears rolled down my eyes, and without delay, the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, appeared on the lotus of my heart. So, dhyayataha, thus meditating upon. Mm. Charna Ambujam, the lotus feet of the localized personality of Godhead. So this is important. Meditation is not impersonal. And going to a, a comparison in the um, Yoga Sutras, in the first um, chapter, Patanjali uh, begins to talk about what is the goal of meditation, and that is to still the mind and be able to see uh, oneself using the intelligence. It has to become purified. And one has to see that I'm different from my mind, my intelligence, and one's using one's intelligence and mind to see the difference between myself and, and the self. And then after several sutras, he gets up to sutra number 23, and in this section he begins to describe how the most efficient means uh, to achieve the goal of meditation is called Ishvara Pranidhan, which means that one should uh, offer oneself in humble submission to Ishvara, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And by doing that, uh, grace descends. And there's a way in which uh, one uh, very quickly gets the wherewithal to fix the mind. And he says, that the most worthy object of meditation is to uh, steadily think of the, of the Supreme, of, of Ishvara. He calls Ishvara. And then he, he mentions the means to do that, fix one's mind on Om. Om is the representation or, or the direct manifestation, the avatar of the Lord in this sound vibration, Om. So it's important to, to know that one should have a... a my, one's mind fixed on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Bhava Nirjita, mind transformed in transcendental love for the Lord. Chaitasa, all mental activities, thinking, feeling, and willing. Outkantya, eagerness. Ashru, kala, tears rolled down. Akshasya, of the eyes, hridi, within my heart. Asit appeared, may, my, Shanai, without delay, Hari, the personality of Godhead. So here he's having this personal experience of seeing uh, Krishna within his heart, seeing uh, Lord Narayan within his heart. And um, this is all um, coming by the mercy of the great sages and the process that they taught him. And this is the mercy of the Lord to reveal himself. As soon as I began to meditate upon the lotus feet of the personality of Godhead with my mind transformed in transcendental love, tears rolled down my eyes, and without delay, the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, appeared on the lotus of my heart. Purport, the word bhava is significant here. This bhava stage is attained after one has transcendental affection for the Lord. The first initial stage is called shraddha or a liking for the Supreme Lord. And in order to increase that liking, one has to associate with pure devotees of the Lord. 
The third stage is to practice the prescribed rules and regulations of devotional service. This will dissipate all sorts of misgivings and remove all personal deficiencies that hamper progress in devotional service. When all misgivings and personal deficiencies are removed, there is a standard faith in transcendental matter and the taste for it increases in greater proportion. This stage leads to attraction and after this, there is bhava or the prior stage of unalloyed love of a love for God. All the above different stages are but different stages of development of transcendental love. Being so surcharged with transcendental love, there comes a strong feeling of separation, which leads to eight different kinds of ecstasies. Tears from the eyes of a devotee is an automatic reaction. And because Sri Narada Muni, in his previous birth, attained that stage very quickly after his departure from home, it was quite possible for him to perceive the actual presence of the Lord. I'll read that last sentence again. Um, being so surcharged with transcendental love, there comes a strong feeling of separation, which leads to eight different kinds of ecstasies. Tears from the eyes of a devotee is an automatic reaction. And because Sri Narada, in his previous birth, attained that stage very quickly after his departure from home, it was quite possible for him to perceive the actual presence of the Lord, which he tangibly experienced by his developed spiritual senses without material tinge. So you can see here, Prabhupada mentions that he, Narada, attained an elevated stage before he even left home. So although it's mentioned the four months of the rainy season, if you look closely in the section, you'll find out that the sages stayed around after that time because obviously they were attached to this child who was uh, so elevated in spiritual consciousness to give him uh, even more mercy. But before he even left home, he had uh, come to this uh, position where he was able to sit down and then fix his mind on the Supreme Personality of Godhead and he was feeling separation and tears were coming from his eyes and so forth. So um, these manifestations are natural. It's not that this is something extraordinary in one way it is, but actually it's the natural state of the living entity to be fixated on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The unnatural state is a state in which one becomes uh, distracted and uh, becomes absorbed in something that's not Krishna. Mayam dvitiya abhini besha tasyad ishad apetasya vibarya yosmiti tanmayato buddha abhijetam bhaktyaika yesham guru devatatma. The 11th canto Srimad Bhagavatam Kavi Yogendra says that our fear arises when we forget our loving relationship with the Supreme Lord and we see something else. We see a second thing as important. And we forget about our relationship so much so that it's abhinibeshita, means that one becomes absorbed in the um, illusory idea of life. In other words, I start identifying with the uh, material body and mind and intelligence and think this is, this is me. Ishara pitasya vipario smriti means then one's um, goal in life and one's focus becomes turned in the opposite direction instead of 
uh, having this loving relationship with the Lord, one becomes a competitor of the Supreme Lord. So then he goes on to say, One should turn the other direction by fixing one's mind on the Guru Devata Atma. One should see one's spiritual master as one's life and soul and the representative of the Lord, and one should engage in devotional service. So this is what Narada has done. He took those sages, obviously, as, the, uh, as his life and soul. And then, by the process of, of hearing and chanting, uh, one actually binds the Supreme Personality of Godhead into one's heart with the ropes of love. This is a, a verse mentioned also in the 11th canto and quoted by Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur when he says, that uh, one should know that the Lord is uh, personally present within one's heart. And um, if one uh, chants the name of the Lord, it, it annihilates the uh, sinful reactions from previous lives. Uh, that uh, one can tie the lotus feet of the Lord uh, with ropes of love. In other words, if one's developed this attachment to the Lord and then chants, then it, it ties up the, the lotus feet of the Lord within one's heart, and he can't leave. This is the idea. He's sabhavati bhagavata pradana ukta. Pradana means the topmost. So a devotee who's able to do this is the topmost of all, all devotees. So th this is the process that we are following. We're following in the footsteps of the great acharyas, and they're, they're teaching us this process of bhakti, through which one controls the senses, vacho vegam, manasakrota vegam, by engaging them constantly in devotional practices, among which are uh, uh, the daily practices of, of chanting japa, and doing kirtan, and hearing from the Bhagavatam, etc., and rendering all kinds of various services to the Lord. For instance, if you, if you polish the Lord's uh, jewelry, it's a very satisfying activity because you'll see he has uh, bodily features that can accommodate this jewelry. If you decorate the, the body of the Lord with a flower garland, you'll naturally feel some affection growing uh, in your heart. If you wash the Lord's um, uh, clothes and iron them and so forth, you start to develop a personal attachment. So naturally, through the process of bhakti, one uh, develops this kind of emotion towards the Lord. And this is very effective at coming to this stage of, of feeling separation from the Lord and, and tying the Lord within one's heart. So now we'll take a few reflections or questions to uh, further expand the subject matter. Hare Krishna, dear devotees, you can unmute yourself to share your reflections. And Marad, we have some lined up from Facebook, Madhav Prem and Radhna uh, Kumari. You got Madhav Prema there? Yeah, yeah. Madhav Prem, he, he always minds the Facebook pages too. Well, that's a big deal. Yes, he and his wife, Padma um, Kumari. So if I have your permission, I can pick up a few from Facebook. I'll be reading. Yeah. Okay, so the, commenting on the on the situation when when Narad Muni's mom has has died and he sets out from his home, Anand Vindavan Mataji from ISP, she says that this situation seems like how Sheila Prabhupada came to USA without knowing anyone or any place. 
he was by himself in new york on the beginning in the beginning with no idea of anything other than the faith on lord krishna and on the instruction of his spiritual master yes yeah, so this is this is as Prabhupada mentioned here the parvajakacharya stage where one sets out into the world not depending on anyone else except for krishna so one uh, uh, at a particular stage of life in the vedic system becomes bahudak uh, and then moves away from home kudichak uh, moves away from home and still gets meals from home and then kudichak then no more connection with home goes out and takes things from the field that are left over and then parvajakacharya just wanders without caring for personal maintenance and just depending on the environment how krishna supplies and uh those who do traveling sankirtan also notice, notice this kind of uh, process. Of course, anyone can notice how Krishna is maintaining, but uh, devotees will go out and travel various places and um, just preach and then see how Krishna takes care. It's important at some point to take some time just to depend fully on Krishna and see how he's maintaining. And gradually one can see that Krishna is personally taking such good care that uh, why should I do anything else except fix my mind on his service? Okay, another one, Shraddha. So then uh, we have Divyanga Prabhu, and he says, keep the vibration going, Shravanadi Jal. <laughs> and <laughs> we have Bhakta Alex, and he says that everyone is a wooden doll in the hands of the puppet master. Nice. <laughs> And uh, Priti Radhika Mataji is saying, she's sharing a reflection. If we appreciate the self-realized sadhus, then their qualities will shine through and we can imbibe their qualities we appreciate. So simple that with appreciation, we can gravitate towards the qualities we appreciate. Yeah, in fact, even he says potentially in his Yoga Sutras that if you appreciate even those that have uh, good qualities, then those good qualities come to you. If somebody is in the uh, sattva guna, and uh, if, you, if you're able to um, make some connection then with anyone with high qualities, then it, it, you take them on yourself. Yes, and questions from online? Anyone on Zoom? Yes, go ahead. Go, go ahead, go ahead, Priya. Mataji, go ahead. Prabhu, I was just thinking that um, about the bhava thing that we were just reading. Um, so in current situation, um, the, main, the main way a person can grow in his, uh, the stages of bhakti would be um, listening to lots of um, classes online and listening to the recordings. That, that's the only way we have now, right Prabhu? The only way you have... Well, you can do service from your home to the deity. You mm -hmm. chant japa. You mean for hearing? Yes, hearing. Uh, yeah, also the, the, uh, the practice called swadhyaya, which means to daily read from the scriptures and hear from them is extremely important because um, by that, you get the association of, of the um, high-minded and, and most advanced uh, devotees also. In fact, in Prabhupada mentions in one of his purports at the end of a chapter where Narada had been present, he says, 
we thank Narada Muni for kindly appearing in this chapter and giving us his association. So you can read Prabhupada's books and you'll find that by doing so, your, your mind becomes uh, well-ordered in spiritual life because the, um, the scriptures are actually written uh, sound vibration and uh, we're used to, and when we, when we read them, and especially if we hear them as well, then uh, that vibration will go into our ears, into our heart, and Vitunoti, Krishna is known as Vitunoti, he'll help us to sort out the um, material desires and expel them from our hearts. And so the process is, uh, is effective in that way. Formally, of course, these uh, <clears throat> scriptures were not uh, written down. They were just spoken. Uh, people, there's a culture, Vedic culture, probably mentions this in the seventh canto, the Vedic culture, he said, was that uh, the people would come together in the village and they would hear Bhagavatam in the morning and they would hear Bhagavatam at night. And he said then they would go out in the, in, in the fields and do eight hours of work and then and then morning and evening they would hear. A lot of people uh, didn't uh, read and write, but they would listen, especially in rural areas and so forth. And just by the sound vibration and the association of the sound, they would become elevated. So the sound vibration when it's written actually uh, is just a representation of that sound. So we can recreate it by reading from the Shastra. That's why Prabhupada said that this is, uh, his books were written kirtan. So they're, they're written down and then people can read them. Interesting fact I, I learned yesterday, I didn't know this before, but it's very difficult for deaf people to learn to read. Sukeshri, you know about this. Yes. It's very difficult for deaf people to know how to read because the process of learning to read, said the uh, several articles that I read, where uh, it starts off with hearing. You hear what uh, the sounds are, and then you start to associate with them in the symbols that are written on the page. And that, that's how you learn them. But if you can't hear it in the first place, it's very difficult to make that association. So I was just thinking in my discussion with Bhagavad Ashraya about that topic, about how, um, how it is, how important the sound vibration is the, the primordial sound vibration is there. It gets passed down from one spiritual teacher to the next. And just by hearing it, uh, one's, one can develop a full acumen for uh, spiritual practice and, and all knowledge is there. Touch shadadhana munayo jnana vairagya yuktaya pashyantyatmani chatmanam bhaktya shrutagrihitaya. This uh, hearing from the Shastras supports us in our spiritual life and we naturally get uh, knowledge and detachment from uh, the support of the Shastra. So yes, uh, take the time whenever you can to be absorbed in hearing, especially uh, Prabhupada's books. Then, uh, you know, think about reading the whole Bhagavad Gita. What kind of change will that have in your life? Someone was telling me the other day about how he had um, been uh, thinking about Krishna consciousness, and then he read the Sri Shapanishad, and then he became completely transformed after one reading and understood how this was the goal of life. 
So the, the great Acharyas will speak to you through the words, yes. Another question? I was just wondering that yes. talking about uh, the, the tears rolling down and that happens in the bhava stage, but I thought that it can happen even in the earlier stages, right? So, but because in Bhagavatam... Yeah, uh, Jiva Goswami points this out in, the, in his commentary, the Bhakti Samrita Sindhu, and that is that these stages that are mentioned that there's a a line of uh, advancement as one's shraddha uh, thickens uh, the intensity of the practice increases and there are steps that can be measured however it doesn't mean that some of the steps can appear uh, earlier and, and this is what's happening to Narada, actually, in this section. He's getting a, a, a premature taste. And we'll see that as we continue. Of course, not tonight, because we only have a couple of minutes left. But uh, as we continue reading this section, we'll see that uh, Narada wasn't ready yet. But he was given this experience anyway. So yes, devotees will oftentimes take to the process of Krishna consciousness, and Krishna will give this kind of free sample. I've given this example many times, but I remember it well in Chicago when I used to go sometimes onto the streets to distribute books. And then there was this candy company that marketed new candies by taking out a small sample of them. And they had these uh, ladies that would come out and they had these boxes that would hang in front of them and had straps over their shoulders to hold them. And then they would stand there and people would line up and they'd give everybody a small sample. Like if, it was, if they're selling a candy bar, it would be a candy bar that was this big in the same wrapper. And they give them the small one. And then uh, if somebody wanted more samples, they'd say, well, now you got to go buy it. First one's free. So, they, so Krishna gives little samples for his devotees so that they can uh, experience what it's going to be like. Priya Kishori, you were going to jump in. Prabhu, I had a question along the same lines, and which was more that um, um, in the fifth verse, Prabhupada says in the purport that um, when Narada Muni had gotten this knowledge, he had a sudden, or when a disciple receives this knowledge, they have a sudden change in life or a sudden change in their countenance. And um, I was thinking um, in practical application to our spiritual lives when we first come to Krishna consciousness or when we first engage in Krishna consciousness, there's a lot of inspiration and a lot of sudden change to life. But as we go on, and um, how do we sustain that enthusiasm and that original um, inspiration that we got so that we get that same effect continually throughout our Krishna consciousness? Well, you may not get the exact same effect. You'll, you'll experience in different ways at different junctures of your life. And Rupa Goswami gives the, um, the guidelines for this, utsaha nischaya dharya tat tat karma pavartana sangha tyagat satovrite shadbir bhakti prasidyati. So shadbir bhakti prasidyati, here are six things he said that will sustain you as you continue to practice. So he said enthusiasm, be enthusiastic in, in your practice. Don't be lackluster. If you, if you put yourself into it, uh, with great enthusiasm, because it's so powerful, the process is so powerful, even if you, if you're, you don't have that much qualification, you just be 
enthusiastic about it. Um, and some magic will happen, and and you'll and you'll you'll get the benefit of that. And also, he said, be determined, and uh, also be patient. You you have to be patient for this. Just like verify that you got the right thing, and keep verifying it, because sometimes when you're ill and you take medicine, at first you're wondering, is this really going to work? You know. Does this doctor know what he's talking about? If you verify that and you say, yes, it works. Um, I mean, nowadays, if you go to sh buy something on Amazon Prime, you look, they have those little five-star ra five rating things. I always look at that before I buy anything. If, they, if, they don't, if there's too many, I don't start at the very bottom because there's always some hater down there saying, you know, <laughs> I hate this product. I hate life. This... This thing almost killed me. And it's like, yeah, that's what you say to everybody, right? And, you know, they're at like 3%. And then you start going up and, and you can kind of get a little bit of an idea. You know, and if, if there's five stars and everybody's saying, yeah, it's changed my life. It's fantastic. You know, you start getting a little faith. You know, I think this is going to work. So you have to develop that for devotional service. Uh, get convinced. You can do that by hearing and by associating with sadhus and seeing like these people are different. They have something that, that nobody else has. And I, I would like to have it. It's very valuable. And when you have that and you keep renewing that, then you can get this determination and patience also. You have to wait for it. Um, it's a short lifetime, actually. It's over. It's like one of those rides at Disney or something. You think it's like you get on it and all of a sudden it's over. And you, that was it? <laughs> so don't think you have to wait that long. You know, in one lifetime, it just, it's like a little ride you go through and it's very quick. So um, remind yourself it's a small price to pay to be patient in this lifetime and follow the other practices that he says. Just follow in the footsteps, of, do the varied activities that are there, and uh, you'll have success in devotional service without fail. And even if you mess up, Prabhupada talks about this in the light of the Bhagavad, that's that's not the end. That's natural. It, it's, a, it's what happens. People, you know, we're humans. We make all kinds of mistakes. What's the speak in Kali Yuga? You know, we didn't get any training. We don't, uh, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I didn't get any training in Vedic culture, no Guru Kula uh, and things like that. So, you know, people don't have a, a basis of character for this. And there's all kinds of weird samskars that come in. So it, it's kind of expected that you're going to get knocked over this way and that way. Don't be discouraged because those propositions can become the pillars to success as you continue in devotional service. So try to get um, yourself um, fixed in mind that you've got the right process and then map it out and say, what is the result of, of just spending a lifetime in, in Krishna consciousness? In fact, Prabhupada mentions this in several places, and I'm starting to compile a list of the most encouraging statements throughout Prabhupada's books. There's so many of them, we go, wow. And uh, even from the, the previous acharyas. And in some places, Prabhupada says, look, if you don't do anything but just sort of hang in there, <laughs> just don't, don't be offensive. That's the main thing. Just don't get on a thing where, like, because I can't do it, nobody can do it. If you do that, you're going to lose altitude for being um, just mealy mouth and, and you know criticizing other people. Just avoid that and somehow 
quietly go on with your devotional practice. And if you can stick in for this lifetime, it's a big deal. And you, you'll have um, opportunity by the Lord's mercy to move on. Bhakti is a big deal just to be in it, just to be associated with devotees. You get a lot of credit for just uh, hanging out with the devotees. Remember Shivananda Sain's dog. He went back to Godhead really fast. And he was a dog. All he did was say, hey, look, I'm hanging in with these Vaishnavs. And um, that's all we have to do ultimately, too, is just get in there and say, I'm with these guys. And someone says, why don't you come with us? Why don't you do this? I says, no, nah, so I'll just stay with the Vaishnavs. And, uh, you know, they give you a little rice, fine. They don't give you rice, that's all right. Just go to Puri by yourself. <laughs> but if you hang with the Vaishnavs and you just don't offend them, then um, you're going to be successful. And if you do a little extra and, um, you know, try to apply yourself, just imagine what you can do. I mean, it's not so hard to get encouraged in devotional service. Just believe what you read, because it's all true in the Bhagavad Gita and the Srimad Bhagavatam. Thank you, Prabhu. What to speak of you, Priya Kishori? You're like a, you know, you're shot from a cannon. Oh, stuff. You're coming, <laughs> you're coming from some really exalted position. And, uh, I, you know, I remember you at, at uh, Janmashtami one year in, a, in our old tiny little oven-like oven temple. And you're sitting there when you were a little kid, reciting whole chapters of Krishna book by memory. That's your, that's your life, you know. So uh, just keep doing it. You're, it's, it, you, you got a lock. Thank you. Krishna Prabhuji, I'd recognize that voice anywhere. Yeah. Krishna Bali Prabhu. Thank you very much for your wonderful association. I have uh, two uh, reflections from this chapter. Uh, my first one is Narad Muni, as he has practiced this uh, meditation, that means he's maybe in Satya Yuga, but he has preached meditation, fire sacrifice, deity worship, like Narad Panjaratra, and also holy name. So he's directly conversant of the four different processes in all the yugas, and he's competent enough to give a conclusion on any part of this world in any yoga. So that was my realization because he realized God through meditation in the uh, text 13. I think he saw the lotus feet, the, in the lotus of his heart, Krishna is coming. So this is very wonderful. Thank you, Bali. Uh, was that the main? Yeah, and, and my two. second thing is, which is also may can give us insight in the text, uh, then, like um, also Bhagavad Gita says, Mahatmanastu, very part of, in that particular sloka, like who is uh, uh, text 10 purport? It talks about that how um, in the Prabhupada mentioned that the odd, difficult moment is in the mundane sense, is accepted as a special mercy of the Lord. And the mundane pro uh, prosperity is a kind of material fever. So in that section, you can see in the current state of situation where we are going through. So we should consider it's likely a special mercy. Could you enlighten us what exactly and how do we translate into a special mercy? Well, I mean, first of all, to understand that the way the world's moving is for the benefit of everybody. 
uh, even when there's some, uh, let, let's just say some kind of tapasya we have to overcome, uh, undergo because of our situation in this material body, it, it's purifying actually, ultimately. There's a way in which when we go through trouble, we get purified. And uh, the world's set up in such a way to refine us, to bring us to a, a higher sense of our relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And there are various learning stages. When, when I'm unacquainted with... Um, oh, yeah, I'm covered by the hell, I don't want to see it. Please mute yourself if you're having a private conversation. What language was that anyway? Gujarati. Gujarati. Kamcho. Jagare Jarava Krishna Govardhya. Okay, so yes, it's a matter of perspective. And those who are devotees are able to develop this perspective it's it's not just a uh, an adjustment of the mind it's actually a fact that krishna is all benevolent and that everything he does is for our ultimate good so the way the material nature reacts to us is um, meant to purify us so our perspective is is very accurate uh, and it gives an opportunity to um, take more shelter of the lord and it's 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 perfectly arranged so that whatever we do, we get a uh, an ex, a kind of um, reverse reaction or a, a, a reaction that comes back to us that informs us of the way we're acting in the world, so that we can we can become really responsible for our activities. I just want to check in um, on the commentary by Vishnath on this chapter. Uh, he says in 1616, as I meditated in the mind, Hridi, with the mind, Chaitasa, conquered by Prema, Bhava Nirjita, the Lord step by step made his appearance before me, Asit, or Shanai, gradually, can mean that first he appeared in the heart and then he appeared in the three functions of the mind, nose, ear, and eye, so that I could experience the fragrance of his body the sound of his ankle bells and the beauty of his face. What happened to me? I had tears in my eyes because of longing. Uh, yeah, in the previous verse, 15, Vishnu says, sitting Ashita at the base of an Ashvata tree, Pipalopaste, in the manner I had heard from the mendicants, Yatashrutam, not surpassing the meditation, no, excuse me, yeah, not surpassing the meditation using, using the mantra given, he says, he was using mantra, using my intelligence, Atmana, I contemplated the Paramatma, Atmanam, who is situated in my mind and who resided there permanently because I had developed Prema. Just a little more evidence. And somebody else had a question or a comment? Guru Maharaj, um, I had a question. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, many times we work really hard at, at listening, or we, like you said, we, you turn up, you listen, you focus. Somehow you, you feel as if nothing's getting inside. You know, you come back and check your notes and it's like somebody else wrote them. And you come back and you see stuff and you're like, where did all this go? And yet Srila Prabhupada gives us so much hope because when you see the way he, 
he, uh, you know, he would even ask the drunkards to come in and just sit. He said, they'll always be listening. Let them just listen to Kata. One side, we're told, just listen. You're going to benefit. The other side, we, we practically experience that absorption is hardly there. Why is it that absorption is so low, even when intention is strong? Well, um, those are due to the um, churnings of the mind. And at first, when we're taking in any kind of spiritual um, sound vibration, there, there's a lot of chatter there. And the mind, when it become, becomes dense with all these impressions, then uh, it's, it's very condensed, it's very thick, and it's hard to have any light. But as you, as you continue to practice the, the um, sound vibration coming from the Holy Name and from the Srimad Bhagavatam, will gradually uh, purify the, the, the buddhi, the intelligence, the chitta in general. And, and as it becomes uh, cleansed, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, cheto dharpana marginam, it's a cleansing process. And so gradually, gradually it becomes clean. So if you've ever started a clean uh, a room or a house, as a lot of people are doing right now, because nobody had time before to clean out their drawers, but now you got time. <laughs> you might notice that it seems like, yeah, the whole place is clean. Just open the drawer and it's like, oh my God, there's like 20 years worth of stuff in here. So now you start pulling that out and then you get it all out on the floor. It'll take you three days just to clean that part out. And that's just one drawer. You've got like 200 in your house. So, you know, we're like that after being in the material world for some time, then, you know, we get these kind of accumulations. So it takes some time for purification. But uh, it never goes in vain. In fact, this is something even mentioned in the Yoga Sutras. This is something that all the um, Acharyas commented on. They said, a little bit goes a long way. Even a little sattvagun entering into the mind goes a long way. What to speak of the transcendental vibration, it never goes in vain. It, it has a, a permanent effect. Now, sometimes you go to the doctor and the doctor gives you some medicine, right? Yes. So now you take it home and you say, okay, it says here, take, you know, uh, one in the morning, one in the night, and keep doing it for the next 15 days. So day one, nothing. Day two, nothing. Day three, nothing. Day four, and you're just thinking like, what's in these? You know, sugar, nothing. And then maybe day five, you go like, well, that might've been something, but I don't think so. Day six, no, something's there, but it's not very strong. So these don't really work that much. <laughs> Day seven is like, actually, people start looking at, you say, yeah, you're starting to look better. Day eight, day nine, and then you go like, this is working. This is powerful. And then, you know, by the 12th day, 15th day, like, this is the best stuff I ever took. I recommend it to everybody. So the medicinal effect, we may be taking it and not seeing the effect immediately, but it'll, it'll be there. In fact, what goes in these ears in the way of sound vibration, Prabhupada said, don't think that there's no space for it inside. The internal space is as big as the sky, he says, even though the opening is very small. And it, it goes in, it stays in, just as much as you may remember all the uh, uh, jingles from commercials that you heard. I don't know if you ever watched TV when you were a kid, but you know I can remember jingles from, <laughs> from when I was five or something. You know, 
uh, I can sing them for you right now. Uh, Brill Cream and uh, Little Dabble Do Ya. You know, I got them all in there, the little jingles. And, uh, but the most powerful of all jingles is the, is the, are these mantras. That's why we keep putting them in and they will be victorious. Haram Vidayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam. Don't doubt the medicine. It's effective. Keep taking it. And uh, it's a short life. Within this lifetime, you'll see the effects. Especially because when you go through the, the, the aging process, all the different uh, periods of your life, these, are, these help one to become wise. If, if you stick to the process of devotional service throughout the different phases of your life, there's a natural way in which you start to see the difference between your body and soul anyway. And if, you, if you're in the process, you'll become um, venerable by the time that you, know, you get a little older. Well, you already are to some degree, but it, it just, it's a ripening process, so just stick in it. Well, thank you very much, dear devotees, for um, spending this time. I'm going to stop because we have the, uh, the youth jam coming up in 10 minutes. And uh, I just need to uh, I have a break for a few minutes to prepare for that. And um, we'll just have a short kirtan before I go to finish with the chanting of Hare Krishna. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Sri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Itti Namine Namaho Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Sri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Itti Namine Namaste
Vibration going. Hare Krishna. 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 Hare Krish